and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. It's me, the current champion, the Scottish Big Dog, and today we're back with our Mount Rushmore. This time it's the Mount Rushmore of Heels. So before we get into the fun stuff, just got to go a bit of housekeeping. So you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Suplex Retweet. You can also follow us on YouTube at Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet and also the website if Stephen still remembered to keep renewing the, the license for it at EatSleepSuplexRetweet.com And you can find us on all good podcasting sites, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, we're on them all. Now, as I briefly mentioned, we are talking about the heels of... Mount Rushmore, the, the absolute best horrible people that is. And speaking of horrible people, I've got a horrible panel that are perfect to discuss this. Starting off with this man who is about to make his pro wrestling debut as Lion Rampant. It's not the only thing rampant in his life, it's Callum Bennett. Hello, hello, it is indeed I, and uh, I'm ready to tear some sharp. I like it, I like it. You get looking forward to the pro debut? Absolutely, I've cried lots. Let's do this. 20th August, be there or be square. That's a wee free plug. This is him getting warmed up for his debut. He's got to go through this man next. This man went to a sanctioned country. He acted like a big shot. He thought he was going to be the next Castro, except he got nicknamed the Percy Castro. It's Kwakua J. Yes, yes. I went to the glorious country of Cuba where I brought many things including rum and cigars and you know what I'm going to do I'm going to take my rum and cigars and go to the biggest celebration ever on the 20th of August when two of my friends get married <laughs> oh a savage and moving on to my final panellist there is three things guaranteed in life death taxis and this man to whitey at the first sign of a stag it's scott mcleod <laughs> oh you think you're fucking funny don't you yes i am i am here i'm here and it was fair it was the one time i waited on ssr related night out um you waited on my stag <laughs> no i didn't that was ross Oh, because the McLeod thing, he's all whitey. One, one white, the other one does. I thought another certainty of life was Rangers get a penalty, but oh well. Oh, that's a different show. There are I'm many certainties that. in life. Oh well. Moving on. So as I mentioned, this is the Mount Rushmore of Heels. And I want to hear what these guys have thought of as the four people that should be going in as the Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to start with the ramping line. Or the, right, the ramping rabbit, whatever he wants to call himself these days, you know, I don't judge. You know, I'm all for no equality. Callum, tell me, who is your picks to go in the Mount Rushmore? Oh, my four picks for the Mount Rushmore is Shawn Michaels, Vader, Flair and Kurt Angle. Good picks. So explain to me, why should they go into the Mount Rushmore? Well, for instance, as it's been well documented, Shawn Michaels, Inside the ring and outside the ring, massive arsehole, big heel. Shawn Michaels is also my favourite professional wrestler of all time. Vader, big monster, battered Sting, the fan favourite of WCW, took that belt. Also, killer in Japan, Ric Flair, 
Uh, it's really a no-brainer. Come on. Dirtiest player in the game. Four horsemen beat the dog piss at a dusty worlds, baby. American dream. And Kurt Angle because uh, I'm a sucker for uh, TNA and the main event mafia. So there you have it. Very interesting. Quacky, what's your thoughts on Callum's picks? They're lukewarm, somewhat solid. Um, there are a few I could pick a few holes in, but I will wait until we get into the crooks of the debate before I crap on all of his picks because mine are much more glorious than what he's picked or what he's even thought of but I'll let him continue Fair enough Any rebuttal to that, Cal? Fuck you, Kwaku <laughs> Mate, don't, don't be hating just because on the 20th of August I'm going to the biggest event that is ever going the most important event which are my two friends getting married what else is happening on the 20th of August oh. uh, by the way all jokes aside my, if my sister hears this she'll be laughing her head off because it's her birthday as well <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's that a double so hate so <laughs> it's, so it's a double hate <laughs> Scott, what's your thoughts on Callum's picks? I think it's interesting. He called Shawn Michaels a massive arsehole and then said that he's his favourite wrestler, so no surprise why Callum likes him so much. Oh. And, and Vader, you know, he, like he said, dominant across the world, dominant in all Japan. Did you know Callum's a fan of all Japan? He doesn't like to go to go on about it, you know? But, you know, some decent decent picks there, but uh, much like I'm holding back from poking any holes in there. Fair enough. Any rebuttal from that, Callum? I'll poke holes in you, Scott. You specky bastard. Uh, no, but I... Uh, I don't wear I, glasses. You will be when I'm done with you. Um, Work on your promo game before your debut, son. I'm a smashing promo. Shut your face. Well, Callum's letting it all out early. Tell us it's his first time popping his cherry. Just like the 20th, when he will be fighting and getting his arse handed to him. Moving swiftly on. I'm going to go to Quacker. Jake, Quacker, you're a seasoned veteran here at the Mount Rushmore shows. <laughs> don't don't make it like I'm collecting my pension book tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're old enough. <laughs> you're older than me, you prick. <laughs> no, but watch. I'm, I'm hitting you with the stick as we're queuing up at the post office. <laughs> Nothing new there, man. It's my turn, you prick. Move your arse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tam. Right. Oh, so you want me to go? Right. Yes. I, I have picked the four that should go up at the top and get them carved out onto the Milton of Camsey. Because we're a Scottish podcast, we're putting on the Milton of Camsey, not going all the way to Mount Rushmore because A, that's expensive, and B, why not? So, uh, first one going up there is Trish Stratus, the absolute bad girl of all of wrestling. The person that was captivating, brought in proper storylines into the women's division and made it what it was. In a time when women, where wrestling wasn't given the time of day, she made the absolute most of her time and is the ultimate heel in the women's division. So she should go up there. And quite frankly, if you don't put her up there, I'm going to contact Women's Aid and get get them to contact you. So have that on your conscience all you want. The next person going up is The Miz. Now, The Miz is summed up as one thing. Look at Angry Miz Girl. The reaction that she gave was the reaction that everybody around the world 
gave when he won the WWE Championship. Also, his feud with Daniel Bryan. The way that man was just having that promo and just made it so believable because it was in the way it was going from kayfabe to actual shirt. And the way he was just like, I felt like a coward and making it everyone. And he, the man is just so hated. And that's why The Miz should go out there. Knows how to sell a fight. Knows how to get you so worked up and, and angry with him. And also his run with R-Truth and this truth That ended to the hell in a cell. That badass moment where they all got arrested. Proper, proper heel stuff. Loved it. Next one is Chris Jericho. The man who can just get, go with any gimmick, whether it's a soft gimmick, whether it's him being hard or whatever, he still manages to get himself hated and portrays the character so perfectly and gets you captivated in his storyline. That, for me, is the absolute goat of storytelling and wrestling uh, for um, uh, Chris Jericho. And last but not least, the biggest heel, the biggest authoritarian in the whole of wrestling, Vince McMahon. That's my. If if there's no point, there's. I'm sorry, there's no point in this conversation if we if we're not going to put Vince McMahon in. Why are we all here? Why are we here? He was the biggest. Like he he is like the whole of the Tory party. In fact, he makes the whole Tory party look like the biggest charity cases ever. Vince McMahon. He was that damn evil with all the power he hoarded and the way he used his power. And he was a perfect antagonist for the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, um, when he formed the Ministry Corporation, two evil organizations put together, and he was the head of that. Vince McMahon should be up there in the middle of the camp, say, my case is closed. I'll see you all later. Some interesting picks there. Again, you're going very left. You old Vinnie Mac. Scott, we'll come to you first. What's your thoughts on Quacky's picks? First off, I like the idea of it going up on the mountain. I can't see because Ross lives near there, so I can just look at the window at his house and just stare at the faces that we're going to decide on today. <laughs> uh, Vince McMahon, of course, somebody had to definitely had to say some strong, strong picks there. Although, I, I do agree that we need at least one woman on here, and I'm shocked that Callum has displayed such blatant sexism and not included a woman in his Mount Rushmore but I have a woman in my Mount Rushmore who I'm going to argue deserves to be on there more than uh, Trish Stratus does but more on that in a minute if it's something that starts with fabulous you may be right but it's not appropriate (laughs) (laughs) fair enough Calm what's your thoughts well Dalek Quacky you beat me to it Um, with the the fabulous talk um, uh I mean, pretty solid picks to be fair. Um, like, like I mentioned, the showmaker was in mine. One of my favourite matches uh, is with one of your picks, Chris Jericho, in the ladder match at Backlash. Um, Vince McMahon, well, heel in the wrestling sense and outside it. Uh, but yeah, uh, solid picks. Um, well done. Well, thank you. Oh, but- Right, well, we're going to move swiftly on before Calm has a stroke. We're going to come to my final panel. Scott, Scott, tell us who your Mount Rushmore is. All right, I'm going to take you one by one to these four picks and tell you why they should go on. First up, I've got a woman who definitely deserves to be on here. She's got style and grace, and she's never going to be demoted as the ruler of the queendom, the creator of women's wrestling, Stephanie McMahon herself. She has been a hated character, both on and off screen, since her debut back in 1999, 
I've watched clips from 2000s WWF where her and Triple H and the McMahons would be in the ring and the fans would be shouting abhorrent obscenities at Stephanie McMahon's direction and she wasn't even saying anything. She wasn't the one speaking. That's how much they hate her. There are people who hate Stephanie in real life just because of what her character does, just because of who she talks to people. She generates so much heat, more than many women that have come through that roster, thanks to women's wrestling, which she, remember, created. Uh, number two on my Mount Rushmore is Randall Keith Orton. He, this man, we've done two parts of a feature show about this man. He's gone through many iterations. He's been the cocky heel. He's been the vicious heel. He's a heel that doesn't give up, but he's the hand-picked heel. He's a man who also done some questionable things in his early, early years, which made him a bit hated by the internet wrestling fans. He is definitely somebody who's fitting to be on the Mount Rushmore. My third pick, Edge. That man took the ball and ran with it as the top heel in WWE throughout the late 2000s, the ruthless aggression era. He was one of two people who, as a child, when it was still real to me, damn it, I despised Edge. I hated everything about him. I hated him when he cast in on John Cena. I hated him when he cast in on The Undertaker. I just hated everything about him. And the way he just always snuck out with a win made him easily dislikable. And finally, I should remind people, I joined this panel as a last minute addition and when I joined on and saw that this final person had not been selected I was shocked and appalled because guys do you not know that it's all about the game and how you play it Triple H possibly the greatest heel of his generation man who when Austin and The Rock were flying high as the most popular faces he was like I can't compete with them so I gotta go the opposite way I gotta be the bad guy I gotta have my reign of terror which causes everyone to hate me I have to beat CM Punk in 2011, which makes everyone hate me even more. Man who nobody could do anything to make him like, make you like Triple H until he gave you NXT. Even then he could come on TV and say, no, I don't want Daniel Bryan to succeed. And you're like, boo, Triple H, we hate you again. So there's my picks. Well, Scott, I'm glad somebody picked him because when the rest was originally selected, I was genuinely horrified nobody picked Triple H. For me, he is the best ever. That's just my opinion. But I'll come to Callum first. What's your thoughts on Scott's picks? I do like Scott's picks. Um, uh, I do agree. I hated Triple H growing up, or as my dad called him, Triple Ha Ha. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, Reign of Terror was something... Um, Stephanie McMahon, yeah, I hated it as well. Aye, you know, Scott's picks are good. You know, I'm giving it a lot of praise here, but you know, I can't really disagree, to be honest. They're pretty top notch, absolutely smashing. So well done, Scott. That's it. Decided Callum's even said so. No arguments there. Move on. Well, we'll move to Mr. Percy. Percy, do you think Scott's picks are untouchable? Yeah, thank you very much, there, Big Percy. Yes and no. I can pick some holes in quite a few of them there. That I'm gonna. If I, I shall we get straight to it? Cause I I, I don't want to waste any more time and just say let's just get married up there. Let's just make it happen and that's it done with. Cause like, what's the point discussing all this? Oh well, well, there's a huge turn there. Quack you on you go, son. The floor is yours. Well, I've had the floor already. I've taken it. I've said it. Like, let's just move on. Um, it's getting quite late on a Sunday night. Jack's already in bed, so we should probably follow suit. So it's like, what's the point? Let's just put up my picks, which is Vince McMahon, The Miz, Trish Stratus, 
and also uh, Chris Jericho. Let's 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 just end the show. Thank you very much for listening to Eat Sleep So Quick Retweet. Uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Boys, come on. Do you agree with him? Come on, put him in his place. I, mean, I can definitely pop some holes in your Mount Rushmore there. Quick. I mean, Crack Jericho. On. Jericho, he's a heel in the music world for subjecting us to Fozzie for so long. But in terms of the top heels in wrestling, I'm sure there's a few that we've already mentioned that can surpass Chris Jericho. Trish Stratus, she's good. Well, she had the opportunities if it wasn't for pioneers in the women's division and pioneers and being a heel in the women's division like Stephanie McMahon. Okay, let me let me talk about your pioneer in wrestling right there. Okay, do you know do you know the one big issue with Stephanie McMahon going into this is that yes, she is an absolute dastardly and does all these schemes and it. But let's be honest, it's a diet Vince McMahon who incidentally should go in, but also. Whilst she's doing all these kind of things, the next vignette comes up. Be a star, don't be a bully. It's headed by Stephanie McMahon. The amount of times we joked about this on the podcast, it's a bit of a red herring and a bit own goal if we put her in the. Uh, when we've made so many jokes about it, it's a bit of a own goal if we put her in the Mount Rushmore or Milton Akamsey of heels. And yeah. your Chris Jericho point, you didn't say anything concrete about that, so I can't really rebuttal on that. Calm, you've been very quiet. What's your thoughts? Just try to mull over and over, and uh, both picks are good. There's However, not much to mull over. It's just the fact that Vince McMahon and Miz, Chris Jericho, and that's a mull and over done. I'm agreeing with you, Kwaku. I think Vince should definitely be on there. However, right next to him should be Shawn Michaels. However, we do forget the biggest act of heelishness, the Montreal Screwjob which was pioneered by Vince McMahon, Shawn Michaels and Triple H and pretty, like, probably the biggest dick move in all of wrestling besides, you know, Fabulous Miller and all her dealings. So, Shawn Michaels should be on there, Vince should be on there. Uh, I'm not too sure about uh, the rest of your picks, Scott. However, really thrown in the works with Chris Jericho, though. Because Chris Jericho is fantastic, his face or heel, and I'm probably going to be the biggest heel on this podcast. I like Fozzie. So I'm glad you like Fozzie. That's, that's a bold statement, considering we've had David Campbell on this podcast for years. That's a bold statement, saying you're going to take his spot. He's not even in the podcast anymore, and he's still the top people. I'm taking over! <laughs> Something I will yeah. say about Shawn Michaels, though. Shawn Michaels, yeah, you, you see what you described there. I think that Shawn Michaels has had heel moments. Okay, I'll help you out. Montreal's great job. Uh, turning on Marty Jannetty. Um, also on the um, when he turned on Hulk Hogan, which turned out to be a face turn on hindsight now. But um, that's all moments like Shawn Michaels is going to be more remembered for his uh, WrestleMania moments, his time with DX, where he was pretty much face most of the time. And heartbreak, like he was, he was more of a party boy. Everyone loved him. Everyone loved Shawn Michaels more than they they remember about the that like they remember the heel moments. So Mount Rushmore heels, like there are so many people that have had great heel moments, but to be a consistent heel like that, I I, I just don't think he should be up there. I'm gonna jump on what Kwaku is saying here and 
point out the way you're describing the Montreal screw job there, Cal, that Vince and Championville. Really, Vince is the one who signed off on the idea of screwing Brett. Sean is nothing more than a patsy who was just in the ring with Brent, had to be the one to do the action. The he that he carried for years after that was a result of him going along what someone else ordered him to do. Some of his best promos, like the Who's Your Daddy Montreal one, he only had that heat because of the Montreal screwjob, which he only went along with because he was told to do it. And I agree with Quacker in that he's too well he's too well loved by fans looking back his career as being an icon, an innovator and all that and all the great matches he had. So yeah, he's had moments of being an arsehole and many of them being in real life as well. But I think he's too well loved to fit on this Mount Rushmore. Well whatever Scott, however, Ric Flair has to be on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling heels because hey, look at his accomplishments, dirtiest player in the game. The Four Horsemen, the biggest heel faction of all time. So good, in fact, that Triple H was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to do exactly that, but with a fancy new name and a boss theme tune. So, you know, Flair has to be on it, not only because uh, I do love me some National Wrestling Alliance, but because he's fantastic as a wrestler, as a heel. As a face, sure, he can work, but you like Flair when he's the heel. And also, there'll be no more bashing a shot Michaels because he's my favourite wrestler ever uh, so Scott shut up so no, you've okay, I'm not going to shut up I'm not going to shut up already on Shawn Michaels Callum you've already papped them out he's not got a shot he's I out. know well, well, well I'm not going to vote for it I'm not going to vote for it well John Michaels just to, let's just spice coming. things up a bit lads since you're all talking about the Montreal Screwjob our good friend Derek who was supposed to be on the show tonight gave me his list and one of his picks was Brett Hart. And as Vinnie Mac says, Brett screwed Brett. Does he deserve to be on it then in Shawn Michaels' place? Well, no. I mean, Brett, Brett did spit on Vince McMahon and punch him. So, yeah, that was a get a heelish thing. But then again, someone must have done something so bad to be punched and spat on. Uh, that was Vince McMahon. So, that's another reason why he should go into the Brett Rushmore of heels. Hart, I think Bret Hart for his best heel run is in 97 with the Hart Foundation and even part of that angle didn't really count on being fully healed because he was only healed whenever they were in America because when they were going into Canada which they did a lot of then he was a face so technically he wasn't a full heel for most of that run so no in my opinion Bret Hart doesn't Bret Hart deserves to be even further away from the Mount Rushmore than Shawn Michaels is right now Ooh, I'm coming in with the hot takes today. <laughs> well, since I've mentioned Derek's pack, I'll well, go on the rest of his packs. It, it seems we'll have another event on the 20th of August, Scott's funeral, after Derek gets his hands on him. <laughs> well, I'm confident well I can outrun Derek. Well, as well as that, Derek's other packs was The Undertaker, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and he originally picked Seth Rollins, but changed him for the Million Dollar Man. I mean, Million Dollar Man. man. Scoundrel. He was yeah. an absolute scoundrel. That's a hell of a pick. To pay for the WWE title. Like, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. I'll give him... See, on all of them, I would probably say Ted DiBiase is the strongest of the picks, I would probably say. I mean, look at the Darby Demons are Ted DiBiase was uh, such heel, he was like, you know what, yeah, fuck this noise, you're not, uh, like, I make my own belt, 
it's essentially I'm building my own theme park with blackjack and hookers. So he built his own belt, and it's one of the nicest looking wrestling belts in history. I'd, I'd say out of Derek's picks, the strongest is Bobby the Brain Heenan, because, yeah, Million Dollar Man, great heel of his era, because, you know, he's basically the prototype for what Vince would become as Mr. McMahon, because Vince saw himself, he was a heel wrestler, he'd be like Diviase. But I think Bobby the Brain Heenan, you know, in terms of managers, he was the most hated of all, like, heel managers at that time. He managed the biggest heels of the time, because I think we've already put him in the Mount Rushmore of managers, but... In terms of that year, you couldn't get. There were a few hated more that weren't even that they even get in the ring than Bobby Heenan. Fair enough. Fair enough. So basically, Derek's picks are out. Uh, I'll just put in a couple more that have been mentioned. Uh, Mr. Daniel Campbell, also known as Percy, Mayor Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Mayor. Yeah, Kane. Yes and no, but Mayor Glenn Jacobs. He. I, I don't. I don't think we should immortalize him because he is a bit of a prick in real life. So I don't think we should immortalize him or the most of a bit of a prick. Like, What's that? <laughs> what do you mean a bit of a prick? Full blown prick. Have you seen his Twitter? Uh, oh. Yeah. No. No. I. I. Well, well, I, I totally agree. I was just trying to be a bit kinder about it, but well, yeah, that's hard yeah. to. Well. I've totally lost my point there, what I was going to say. I've been so shocked by Scott's response. Um, Alright then, okay, moving on. Uh, another one that was a couple of mentioned. Uh, the real Robert Shaw came out with two of the honestly phenomenal picks. Jake the Snake and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh aye. Yeah, uh, Rowdy Piper. Some of his skits have not aged well. Let's be honest, uh, right now. But hey, ho, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, no, Roddy Piper is up there as the biggest rebel going and stuff. Absolutely, but it, Roddy see, Piper for, me being a bad guy, a cool thing. But I, I think for me, it has to have. Heel, like I have gone for a power four, and what I mean by a power four, these four have all got so many accolades to their belts. Fortunately, Roddy did they get the big gold, did they get the big title? But all four of my picks have all won the top championships in their rightful divisions, and one of them is a two time, the only two time Grand Slam winner, and the only person that would get you hating. The the only person that is happy for the Miz winning is Maurice. That's it. Now, Maurice. the Miz should be in Mount Rushmore just because he's married to Maurice. I mean, how? How? <laughs> well, he's punching me. Know that, but I mean, come on. I mean, if that's your reason for he should be in just because he's married to Maurice, come on. What about his whole career? I mean, that face... That's a fish you want to punch. Yes. 
I, I did like his heel run when he was in ECW. Uh, I was a child when that run was going on. You know, he's like, remember the reality check? <laughs> oh, that was a shit finisher. Oh, man. Well, but just saying, Shawn Michaels was the first Grand Slam winner, you know, thrown out there, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, but he's. So hang on, I've not heard anyone disagree, but the Miz, yeah. Are you seeing? Do you guys agree that the Miz deserves to be the first person that he won the Mount Rushmore? I mean, like, oh, from a personal standpoint. Oh, on you go, Scott. Miz deserves to go up there. But I don't know if he's the first person to go up there. I think it doesn't Steve matter for later though. on because, like, Miz. Miz, 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 well, I would disagree with that. I would complain to you because they're, they're in agreement. Quackish back, Scott thinks he should be in. What do you think? Well, I would say that. Well, quite. I would say Quacku's uh, knocked out of the park with his with with the picks here. However, like no matter the order, like, that doesn't really matter. I would say that Vince McMahon has well storied career and like the Vince McMahon character was like. What made them essentially win the war on WCW, brother? But the Miz, you know, a grown up, uh, I hated the Miz with all of my guts. I hated his fucking face. Like, I mean, did the skull crushing finale, and my thought was here, why is he doing the stroke? Then, like, he won the WWE Championship, which he won the best version of the WWE Championship the spinner belt so oh get out with that that is a huge phrase if I've ever heard one it's, it's, I've got it as a, I got it when I was younger as a replica belt that is the belt I grew up with so I've got a soft spot for it for nostalgia reasons I believe that the Miz definitely should go up on the wrestling Mount Rushmore because longevity he's only been seriously injured like what once or twice in his career and he's married to Maurice and he nearly scrapped Daniel Bryan so you know what I think he goes on there however I think Vince deserves it more though because it's Vince McMahon like there's really no explanation to it just because it's Vince McMahon he deserves to go on there I mean Miz right. has gotten a bit more respect for fans over the years like from 2016 onwards when he cut that promo and talking about he started to get a bit more more respect for people who used to hate him whereas there are still people today who hate Vince McMahon for it with a burning passion in real life. Mm-hmm. He's a sex oh. pest. Well, yeah, that's that the point I was At the time we record, Vince is no longer with WWE, and obviously the allegations that have came out in the hush money is in poor taste include him. I'm not disputing the things that were mentioned about his character and the but because of what his behaviour out with the industry, shall we say, or out with the ring, does he even deserve to be in comp? Does he deserve to be even discussed? I do He's a hear old man. Yeah, I do hear exactly field. what you're saying. I do hear exactly what you're saying. If this was a different kind of podcast where we're talking about like most loved or whatever, I would have shied away. We're talking about biggest heels and heels that are meant to be hated and like you don't like them. I certainly don't condone what he did outside. I certainly don't condone um, like uh, uh, any of the actions and believe that what, what I'm trying to say is basically that for we, we need to do as much better as a society in the way that we do talk about women 
big time need to. But my thing was that this was we're talking about wrestling here. We should be able to remove or remove ourselves from that. I know that there are people that can't remove themselves from that in real life, and we need to just do a lot better for ourselves uh, to help people like that. But in the context of this, I'm only talking about the wrestling here, and he should go in. Yeah, if you're just talking about wrestling, because if you're looking at the real life implications and stuff that people have done, then there'd be a fair few people that would have to take out of consideration for shows like this, like because. If we had to, if we were going to take Vince out of consideration for the allegations, and technically, you'd have to take Flair out as well because of the whole stuff that came out after the, the Dark Side of the Ring documentary and the stuff with the flight attendant and everything like that. So it's a case of where where do we draw a line? I think we are focusing on their their heel eyes. I know a couple of joke rep referencing stuff that people have done in real life, but you know, at the end of the day, this is all about the wrestling characters. Cal. Scott, I'm getting really tired of your shit here, uh, bashing my picks. Um, I'm, I'm just making a, a real point here about people in real life. Don't, I know. don't get angry at the facts. Don't you tell me what I can and get angry at, Scott, alright? I love but that. I, however, yes, with uh, the real life uh, allegations, like I watched that Dark Side of the Ring episode and, oh, uh, grimaced at it. And if they ever do another season, it'll just be a whole season of events. But. I don't know. I mean, oh, if that we take, is coming. That is coming soon. Better if we take out the real world aspects of shitty behaviour and just focus solely on the wrestling aspects. Then yes, they both deserve to be on it. However, if you include the real with the the world of wrestling men in spandex, then it's it's, it's dicey. It's a little bit fucked up, and uh, I really don't know. Why well, is your decision? Do you include them? Do you induct them? Or is he parked to the side? I could take him back and shoot him like old yellow. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it'd be hard to look at a mount, go drive past Mount like can't say look at these four faces we've put up and not see Vince's name up there. So I say put him in. Mm. Yeah, put him in. Right, Vince McMahon is the first person in the Mount Rushmore of heels. So, first place is sorted, second place, you pretty much all more or less agreed, The Miz. Are you sticking with that? Yep. Because he's awesome. Yes. <laughs> right, so we've got half the Mount Rushmore filled with Vince McMahon and The Miz. Now, before you all start arguing about who's going in next, I'm going to throw some extra names that uh, people haven't mentioned that I'm quite shocked at, to be honest. And I just want to see your reaction to see if it's if they're potentially worthy. Hulk Hogan, the NWO, they literally threw trash him. Or did they throw trash him just because he's Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Hulk Hogan also, uh, well, we take the real world stuff away. Hulk Hogan, massive racist. But um, I mean, I think more or less a heel because he didn't drop the belt of Brett at Mania, to be honest. So. Yep. But Hulk's legacy, I mean, again, looking at it from a wrestling point of view, I mean, I have my own personal opinions on Hulk Hogan, but um, looking at the wrestling, I think he's more remembered as like they eat your vitamins and they all take your vitamins and do all, and then like the really face aspect of it. Yes, there are some, some of the more hardcore indie 90s 
late 80s wrestling fans that may remember him as the NWO, but the vast, vast majority remember him as the American hero, I am a real American, coming out in the red and yellow, hulking up and beating all the bad guys and all that kind of stuff. So that's why no for Hulk Hogan. I think most of the NWO need to be taking this because the whole thing about NWO was they were bad guys, but they were also cool. Yeah. So people liked them, whereas you want heels up here that no matter what they did, people still hated them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, right? So I mean, the next thing I'm going to When the wolf pack walked out with that really cool music and people danced, you should not mm-hmm. be dancing to heels music. Fair enough. Now, the next person I'm going to name for me is the GOAT of wrestling, The Rock. They literally screamed, Die, Rocky, die. His Hollywood gimmick was exceptional. Talk about getting heat. Surely he's got to be up there as a shout for the Mount Rushmore. I think Rock's on the normal Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I think everybody, like most people's indication of like the bog standard Mount Rushmore is Taker, Austin, Rock, or I think, what's the other one again? I think Cena, maybe, but I think that'd be the last pick wrong for that. I like his heel stuff, but I think people now like him more because he's an actor more than a wrestler. Like it's it's scary that more people will know him as an actor than a wrestler, and that really hurts me. But I think he deserves to go up. But yet again, I think people deserve it a lot more than The Rock, though. Yeah, because like look, I'm in two minds about this one because uh, the heel rock in Hollywood, as you said, Alan, like, it's one of my favourite heel runs of any character. But at the same time, I think it was like Shawn Michaels, he's more only remembered as a fan favorite. Like him and Austin both have like memorable moments through the different heel runs because they're guys who could go back and forth between face and heel. But I think The Rock is still too fondly remembered as just being like too cool of a guy, too popular with his catchphrases and everything that I don't know if people would accept him on the Mount Rushmore. He was a people's champion. like. You yeah. should never be for the people if you're going to be a top heel. Uh, well, he was a top heel, at the, but people more remember, like, of all people remember so many aspects of the rock. Yes, the die, Rocky die, and stuff like that. But it's, I mean, he was a heel when he was in the nation, for example, and stuff like that. Um, but pe- people remember him as a people's champion. On, on in front of the millions and millions and uh, you know what I mean so no fair enough right so I've got quite a big list here I'm going to go through them if there's any way to talk about go for it but here, here's the list I've got Roman Reigns no. CM Punk Mr. Perfect yes. Rick Rude Seth Rollins JBL Andre the Giant we have Eddie Guerrero and, uh, we also have MJF Harley Race, Sardis Slaughter, and then we've got some of the females. We've got Charlotte Flair, Beth Phoenix, Sasha, AJ, Mickey James, we've also Fabulous Muller, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, Gail Kim, we also have Alexa Bliss, Paige, Sable, um, Lacey Evans as well did a decent run as a heel. Serena Deeb as well. That's that's, that's some names, right? A whole load there. So anyone I've mentioned they think actually we should maybe look into and that to discuss? Rick Rude. Rick Rude? Yes. Why Rick Rude? Why should Rick Rude go on? Just because I don't know if he had picked him. 
Rick Rude would insult members of the audience by calling them inner city sweat hogs, which I'm going to start using because that's fucking hilarious. But Rick Rude was, had the best body in wrestling. Should have been WWF champion. 100%. Great IC champion. Battered the piss out of the Ultimate Warrior, and we can all agree that's pretty fantastic. Turned up and was in was in Raw and Nitro in the same night, had an incredible run in ECW. Rickwood should 100% be on it, even if he's not in the main four, maybe one around the back is like a side attraction. But Callum, if you want a pair of on ravaging Rickwood, you do it in your own time. But I don't think that <laughs> the majority of people, when asked about them in Rushmore, I'm not saying he's, he's heel what wasn't great, I don't think he stands out as much as some of the names we've already mentioned, so I think he was, if he was that memorable enough to go on the Mount Rushmore, you'd have already mentioned him when you did your own. Yeah. So we're going to be fighting in a minute if I... Uh, like, I was, was going to say, I mean... We Scott need new rivalries that, on this podcast. Scott so. said that quite harshly, but I could agree more with him on that front. Like, why is it right? I, I mean, you should be fighting for the people that you've got down there. Mm-hmm. I've already got two of my people in, but you've got none. I know, so. Faku's already won so far. Faku's already won. He's got 50% of the Mount Rushmore. I'm mm-hmm. in fighting mode. You've not got a single one in here. Mm-hmm. Scott, I, I'm... Me, buddy, next time I, so, I see you, man, these fists are going to be flying. Thunder and lightning are going to be coming for your fucking face. Anyway, if I, I, if I want me to fight for my picks, I'll fight for my picks. If Ric Flair isn't on the Mount Rushmore wrestling heels, then us as a collective of failed professional wrestling as a whole. But Callum, your job's to justify why you should be on it. Justify I'm getting to that. Getting it's to that. Not, can't argue against it. Ric Flair was multiple time NWA world champion. Carried the NWA, had incredible matches. He didn't need to put Sting over as a heel, but he did. Because he didn't want to drop the belt to Luger. Fantastic thing. Ric Flair is the dirtiest player in the game. His rivalry with Dusty Rhodes, the common man of America, should put him on there. Because he was like, look at me, wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, Rolex wearing, son of a gun. He was pumping every night, fair enough, he has to pay a lot of alimony. Like, he's running WCW, mwah, WWE, mwah, TNE. Uh, like, Ric Flair is arguably the greatest wrestler of all time to have ever laced up a pair of wrestling boots. He is the best heel, arguably, of any generation. He's timeless. Yes, real-life allegations aside, Ric Flair's fucking tremendous. Right, see in your argument just there, what you essentially said was, he's the best wrestler of all time, he's won so many be- uh, belts, he's done this, he's uh, done that, and he's the biggest heel. He never actually gave reasons as to why he's the biggest heel. I'm in the Four Horsemen beat up Dusty Rhodes, America's favourite. You mentioned, you mentioned, yeah, you did mention the Dusty Rhodes, but all you did was, it was like you were uh, Billy Kay holding the wrestling CV of Ric Flair instead of arguing why he's the biggest heel. So, the four horsemen attacked Dusty. That's like turning around going, the Nexus took out John Cena. Explain why. I would put Skip Sheffield in there instead. <laughs> I mean, look at him. He's now right back, the biggest prick going. How's <laughs> <laughs> Twitter? Is funny. But, like, the reason that's so great in the aspect of it, Ric Flair was such a big heel, he caused riots. Like, people hate, people wanted to kill Ric Flair. I'm, I'm pretty certain he got stabbed in the arse cheek. At least I think it was him. <laughs> might have been another wrestler on the list somewhere. But, 
like fans hated him, booed him in droves. Like people were itching for him to lose because they hated his guts. Did, did he get? Did, no, I'm, I'm pretty certain somebody may have shot him or fired a shot at him. But I think Ric Flair is great. However, if I can't bat for that pick, then well. I mean, I was going to say Kurt Angle, but that's just because the main event. I thought the main event, Buffy, was really funny. <laughs> I mean, that will be great. Wacky and Scott, you two were on the very first Mount Rushmore show. Ric Flair didn't make the Mount Rushmore. Right, of ESSR, he didn't make it. He wasn't even one of the ones. He was kind of kind of considered, but there was others ahead of him. Does he deserve to be on at least the Hewitt version of the Mount Rushmore? Or. As he just Mount Rushmore of NWA, Mount Rushmore of NWA, absolutely. Mount Rushmore of maybe the golden age of wrestling, yes. Mount Rushmore of heels, no. Yeah, I mean, Calm, you talk about people who held on to world titles. You wanted to see them get beat, you know, and you really did not like them. Let me direct you towards Triple H here, <laughs> the man who had his own horseman it was called evolution but unlike the four horsemen you didn't need 20 different variations you didn't need evolution to include steve mongo mcmichael and paul roma and whoever else they fucking had in there you want a hot take kiln here's here's a hot take so hot it might burn your horns if you touch it too quickly they have evolution as a better and more improved four horsemen fucking fights me Oh, oh, oh. Oh, wow. The talent, uh, fair enough, the talent aspect of both Four Horsemen and Evolution, fantastic. But what did Evolution have? A catchy music. I still see people today throwing the four up. Like, oh, oh Scott, man, I'm really disliking you. I've only met you the once. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, I feed on your hatred, Callum, much like Triple H fed, it, uh, fed on the hatred of the smarts back in the reign of terror days. I will say, I know I gave it the begin with my four picks. I will say, however, if one of them is going to fall at the weight side, I would rather it was somebody like Triple H and his elk. However, Triple H has done the biggest face turn of all time and recently by taking over WWE Creative, which I think absconds him, so we should put in Trish Stratus instead. I know, I was just joking. I was joking. Alan, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a shite joke. Well, Alan, uh, Cal was buckled. <laughs> I like shite jokes, what can I say? <laughs> right, so Triple H. Now, the last thing you mentioned, my personal opinion, I think he's the greatest of all time when it comes to the heel work. Does he deserve to win? Callum, yes or no? Just to, to spite Scott, no. Oh, you no, petty No, you can't. That's not fair. That's not fair. I would rather he be in than Ric Flair, in my opinion. But. Uh, I, I I feel that Tristratus should also be in there, <laughs> and Chris Jericho, because why not? Well, let me put it this way to you boys, right? We're all for diversity and inclusion here. So really, kind of looking at diversity and inclusion, one of these final two spots really should go to a woman. So yes, if, that is, if, that, if that's agreed, again, that's up to yourselves. If he's agreed to that, that means this is your last male pick. Or potentially you go to a female pick next and then your next pick's the last male pick. So really if you're wanting Flair or you want Triple H or 
you want any Tom Dick and Harry quacker, this is your time to fight for them if you're wanting to go down that road. I did pick Tom Dick and Harry, I picked Chris Jericho and Trish Stratus who should go in there, but if you want Tom Dick and Harry in there, Alan, that's in your own personal time. <laughs> I'll only accept Triple H going on the Mount Rushmore if, it, if he's put in as Jean Paul Levesque. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure to the people of France for butchering their accent, he's a heel world away. Jean Paul So, are we going with we have one female going in, or are we going with it's going to be all male? That's a decision you need to make as the panel. I mean, I'm fine with having two other female picks. I've got one straight away for for females, like right off the bat. What about the rest of you guys? I think we need at least one female in this. Yeah. Okay. Well, how about we pull pause and Ric Flair Triple H and let's discuss the females now. We've had Stephanie McMahon for Trish Stratus. Callum, you never mentioned a woman, so who's your who's the ones you're going to put forward? My backup pick um, was a sensational Sherry, manager of some of the best heels in the business, Shawn Michaels, as, uh, as I've mentioned my love for Shawn Michaels, the macho king, Randy Savage. As well as being a great wrestler in her, in her own right, I've recently been watching a lot of uh, some older stuff. I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching with her recently, but fantastic wrestler. If there was any women's champion in the WWF brother that deserved more time, it was her. Because she's a fantastic worker, fantastic heel, manager of some of the best heels, as well as scares the piss out of me. So I think she deserves to on it because she was ahead of her time. Well, speaking of ahead of their time, what about Trish Stratus? The absolute pioneer, absolute pioneer of women's wrestling, so far in advance of what she was doing and just captivated every moment that was given to her, building a good feud with the likes of Lita, the likes of uh, Becky James and the whole women's division and all the fans everywhere, everywhere hated her when she was in her devolicious mode that is uh, Trish Stratus that's why yeah. she should go in however Clarko I think people would like Trish, like Trish Stratus more as a face than a heel though so no I... no are you kidding do I look like I'm kidding Clarko are you actually are you are you on crack my dealer's not getting back to me <laughs> <laughs> just on my point of view just to add anything I would consider Trish more of a face than a heel personally are you, you're, you're right what have you two been smoking are you for real they have the same. Trish's career, I think, for more as a face. Is the Scott, what do you think? What do, what do you think, Scott? Well, well, Trish is only remembered as the face of how she went out and the subsequent Hall of Fame induction. From the moment she was introduced into the WWE, mm-hmm. and other than a tiny spell here and there, up until, like, say, 2006 when she started her storyline to retirement, she was a heel. Mm-hmm. So you can't say that you can remember somebody moaning as a face when 80% of their time on screen was as a bad guy. Like, I, I, I don't, I, you all must have been smoking some real good stuff when you were watching Trish Stratus if you think she was more prepared as a face. Clearly, Callum and Alan weren't, weren't watching the wrestling. I kind of, I missed the Ruthless Aggression era. I never got to see much of it. So I've had to go back and see that. And Trish Stratus, when she came in, she was a heel and then turned face towards the end of the Attitude era. And then I seen her come back later on, obviously, when she's the face again, the Hall of Fame. So 
my time mostly known Trish Stratus has been a face that's why I say to me she's more of a face than a heel but that's my own that's only Her my opinion I'm not putting anyone right. in because that's what's up to you I'm only here if, it, if there's ever a tie that's the only reason I'm here to be a deal breaker other than that and I'm here to use fight and our biggest feud was against Lita she was a face and against Mickey James and arguably one of her other biggest feuds she was a face as well so she's had like so I don't think Trish Trax deserves to go on it sorry for that most of the time, whoa, whoa, no, when she was fighting Lita, most of the time she was a heel. What are you talking about? I know, she was a heel, she was a phase against Lita one time in 2006. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you only <laughs> ever seen yeah. one Trish Stratus match, Callum? <laughs> no. Yes, actually, I have. Jesus. The right. supplies are Peter. strong this Peter. week. I mean, Scott, do you, do you think Trish deserves to be in over Stephanie? No, would Trish Stratus have gotten the opportunity that she had if Stephanie and our Lord and Saviour hadn't created women's wrestling? No, I do not think. She set the template, the blueprint for being a heel women's champion. It's that Trish Stratus, try as she might, did her best to try and replicate over the course of her career. <laughs> Failing to get Stephanie in, I would say Charlotte Flair. Mm, well, I, I, well, Charlotte is good as a heel, though, but the people just hate on her because her last name's Flair. And Ric Flair's one of the best in the game, you know, so or was one of the best in the game. So, or, I mean, I think Charlotte's a pretty good heel. I, I don't really buy it as a face, to be honest. Like, she's got one of them faces, just don't really, don't really buy it. However, back to the argument of Trisha over Stephanie. I, I think Stephanie would deserve it more, solely because people hate our guts, like Scott alluded to earlier. But I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not really liking Scott at the minute, so I don't know if I agree with him at all. Oh, uh, don't no, start this pettiness. Pers- that old personal pettiness. I right. can go lower. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Well... I think we've pretty much ruled out Sensational Australia because even Callum's ruled her out. So. <laughs> well, what about China then? I mean, China started off as a heel. She's quite intimidating heel. Yeah, she is. Uh, she, she is, and uh, yeah, but I, I just think that when you think about <laughs> heels and their persona and what they were doing, I, I just think that. Uh, Trish Stratus and the pioneer of women's wrestling, Stephanie McMahon, was just that bit much more. Well, I put it this way, right? See the Charlotte Flair thing? The reason people shit on her is not because her last name's Flair, it's because she's always in a title picture. Yes. And she's, that's she's why people always shit there. However, like... there's one name that just came to my mind, and this is a current wrestler who, when as a face, she really never so had to say Bailey, no. No, no, I'm not saying Bailey. I still don't really feel Bailey as a heel. I still see the face. I just I don't feel it. But there's one who was a face, wasn't really working, but when she turned heel was money. D M D How's it too yeah. early? She, she absolutely brought the women's division back to the forefront of AEW when the women's division, let's be honest, started was garbage. 
Well, that's the thing I know she's just monopolizing it. Now she's monopolizing yeah, she it. She won, she won the she won the Owen tournament when she really didn't need to. AEW is actually needing a few more stronger women's competitors, but they keep relying on Britt Baker. So if anything, she's done as much harm so far to the women's division as she's done good. I, I agree with, with Alan. Britt Baker's fantastic. I mean, our allegiance with Jamie Hayter, looking respectfully, like, Britt Baker, I, oh, I hate her guts, but, like, i got to admit, like, she's good in the ring of what she does. Plus, she's also a dentist. Do you know how committed she has to be to be a dentist and to do the wrestling at the same time? Are you fucking kidding me? She definitely deserves to go in Mount Rushmore. Now, Callum, I'm going to ask you, are you just seeing this just to stop Scott's pick or Quacky's pick going in? No, I'm being, I'm being <laughs> serious. Oh no, I'm being serious this time. No, I, I watch AEW consistently. I really like her character. I mean, I, uh, I, I, she's just great. I mean, like as a heel as well, and caught like uh, she's a dentist. You know that lockjaw. That looks that looks awful, man. But she's a great heel. I mean, I what like, I, I watch AEW every week. Like I think. Like, yeah, sure, she, maybe she didn't need to win the Owen, which she didn't really, but like, I think the moment Cole won it, I was like, oh yeah, she's winning it. I just knew, there's you no know, big brain moments, you know, but I Baker deserves to go on it because she's a dick. Like, Calm, no Calm. Quack, you kind of look a bit, nah. Yeah, uh, Brett Baker's still at the early point of her career. She's not really hit the heights yet, so way too early to even consider that conversation just yet. She's doing really well for herself, but I think it's too early for that kind of conversation. So essentially what you're saying is, it's between Trish and Stephanie? Oh yeah. Yes. Right. So, I take it, Quack, you're going to vote for Trish. Of Scott, course. you're going to vote for Stephanie. Callum, it comes down to you. Who's going in? Yeah, Quack, if you and I should just swap picks, you should root for Stephanie, I should root for Trish just for the fun of it. <laughs> so, I, I have to pick between Trish or Stephanie, yeah? Yeah. Unless you can come up with one that they have no thought of that's better. But you have to have a good logic behind it. I mean, they're, they're pretty solid Grand Slam picks, you know. I, uh, pettiness aside, I do, think, I do think that Stephanie does deserve to go on it. So I would say Stephanie. Right, there we go. So Stephanie Mann's the third name in the Mount Rushmore of heels. So we've Mount got Rushmore one bookended, been bookended by McMahon's. You got, you loved it. Yeah. I know. We, maybe <laughs> we should just throw in Shane, just to complete the set. Oh, he's a heel because he can't, he, he can't punch for shit, man. <laughs> well, here we go. We're going to the final pick, guys. Fight it. Who's going in? Because we've got a two-time. Mount Rushmore Hall of Famer now with Vinnie Mac. So, and then we've also now got Stephanie. Who's taking that last spot? Me! <laughs> the Biz. Triple H. Miz is already in. I know, but just put him in again. I <laughs> <laughs> make, make Miz now the third. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a stunt <laughs> double. He needs a stunt double, so Miz now. Right, so just to put it back in there, here's some of the picks that have impact already. So we've got Kurt Angle, Vader, Shawn Michaels is the first one out, Ric Flair, we also have Chris Jericho, we've got Undertaker, we've already said no to Bret Hart, Seth Rollins, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Million Dollar Man. Just some of the picks that have been picked by the, the panel. So I, I believe that the Million Dollar Man should definitely be next on it. Why? What bigger heel move is it 
than to buy the championship that everybody wants to win and fight for and be theirs one day. He straight up said he'd, by the way, I've got the money on each of this pal. Like, and such a heel thing of like, you know what? Gonna strip this belt away from me and say, nah, I didn't want it. I'm gonna make my own belt. So, and I, I, will, I, I can mention, sorry to cut you off the account, I can mention one more heel, one more heelish bit was when Triple H was just presented with the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have to pay mm-hmm. any oh, yeah. money. He just opened so, the box, there you go. <laughs> exactly. So, I think that, that trumps it. Damn good. As a total side note as well, I for Ted DiBiase, I, I watch an unhealthy amount of Mid-South Wrestling. So, his heel work with the Rat Pack, which involved Jim Duggan and future Doink the Clown, Matt Bourne, his heel work there nah, tremendous North American champion tag team champions of Mid-South for Yonks brother would cheat the fans hated him million dollar man should be on it 100% Quacky Scott thoughts mm. oh, I mean if you if you should have mentioned Matt Bourne an hour ago you would have saved us a lot of time Jesus <laughs> I just think that there are other people that are slightly more deserving him, I just personally think. Even though this is a guy, I need to word this carefully, used to wind up children. Especially one of those children was actually RVD. Oh, yeah. Uh, made him the man he was going to be. Made the kids but... <laughs> oh. I mean, what, what more heel is it than for a child to bounce a basketball and say, fuck you, and then watch them cry and the camera pants them as they're crying. That is the biggest heel move I've ever seen and it makes me push myself every time I watch it. <laughs> no, you know what's a bigger heel move than that? Is saying to Mick Foley, no, you cannot keep, have your dream of WrestleMania and I will defeat you handedly in sight of myself. No, Kane, I will not let you forget your past. I will beat you handedly for your intercontinental tail while retaining my tail. No, I will stop Shawn Michaels from his short world title run and get the belt back myself. No, Randy, my underling, you will not surpass me as world champion. I will steal the belt back off from you. I will never let this world championship out of my hands. And just to make matters worse, I will marry the boss's daughter because fuck the rest of these. You don't want doing a disservice. Nobody who watched from like 2099 onwards who watched Replace of the Heel would say anything like that he's one of the best heels of his generation. You want to talk about doing a disservice? I'm not being on that Mount Rushmore. Next to his father-in-law and his missus would be a major disservice. God, that will be such a McMahon affair. Jesus. Oh, yeah. McMahon-a-mania running wild. How's that boot taste, brother? <laughs> Remember, you picked them. You picked them. Okay, I have pretty much given up on Chris Jericho because none of y'all are really talking about it. So. On a side note, Chris Jericho, every time he's been world champion, has been a heel. Mm-hmm. You know I got you. <laughs> yeah, but none of them—they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're all a bit too blinded by the crack that Cal has been on. So uh, they're not—they're all—they're <laughs> not—they're not really fighting for Kajerko. So I'm a papum to the side. So I'm gonna probably say my second pick would be. Uh, well, I've also given up on Trish Stratus, unfortunately. Finally. I don't know if... I don't David know Campbell if will cry. Well, really? this way, just, before you, just before you go on, Quacker, Calm, you've got two names floating in there. You've got the Nature Boy and you've got Million Dollar Man against Scott's Triple H. So which one would you put forward then? 
to go against Scottish Triple H. Because mm. you're not going to be able to talk Scott out of dropping Triple H. So which one are you going to drop to go to argue your point that Kwaku picks one of yours over Scott's? Oh, well, since uh, Scott's bootlegging Triple H, I'm going to have to pick Triple H's best pal, Shawn Michaels. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, that was interesting because, I mean, it's pretty much down to me. Well, I'm supposed to. So he's gone back to Shawn Michaels, he's dropped Nine Dollar Man, he's dropped Rick Flair, he's been back to Shawn Michaels. So it's now quacky between Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Well. Given how I said that it's more heel moments that Shawn Michaels had rather than heel runs per se, like as a known more as a heel character. And also, of all the choices, I already had made my mind up that uh, I think Scott is kind of pulled out of the park with Triple H, to be honest with you. Bastard. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I completely agree. I think Triple H is the greatest heel of them all, personally. Listen, listen to his music listen to the way he does promos the the game promo where he says some people say they're the student of the game well i'm the fucking just has just um that some some people have said that what is the greatest advice you could be given as a young wrestler as someone said listen to the lyrics of the game motorhead that tells you what you that's the best advice you can get and that music just suited them the other Motorhead songs that he put, he came out to just looked like an absolute badass. Uh, it's got to be Triple H. You should probably listen to those legs before your debut, Kel. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we have it. I, I personally agree with every word Quack Quack who said, and I also agree with Scott. Triple H is going to go in. For me, the psychology of Triple H as a heel, I mean, get under your skin and literally you didn't want to kick his head in if you got the chance, so I agree he deserves to go in, so we're sitting here with the final the final one, this is it Mount Rushmore is Vinnie Mac The Miz, Stephanie Man, and Triple H, are we locking that in? This shit's rigged <laughs> <laughs> It's not rigged, you just got a couple of better choices and better arguments and lay off that crack <laughs> Do you know what, Callum? This is your first time. It's your first time, and you've went from pushing Shawn Michaels to pushing Triple H to pushing Million Dollar Man. I'll give you one last chance to talk Scott and Quacko over to one of your picks. Pick one because you jump between them all. You pick one, and you've got to give them a damn good reason to why they should drop either Triple H, Stephanie, or they can't drop Stephanie, unless it's a foot over here you're going to pick, or Vince. Or Miz, they're going to drop somebody. Give them a reason to drop somebody. What's the fucking point? Uh, they're not. They're, they're pretty stubborn in their ways. So I, uh, I'm gonna take my my hat off and say, well done, gentlemen. Uh, uh, it's like it could have gone better in my favour. However, there's always next time. So uh, <laughs> the, the next time we do a, a, a Rushmore of anything, I'm getting something on there. Cam, you need to have more loyalty to your picks. You were jumping from pick to pick to pick to pick. Whereas me and Quacko stood by your guys. We weren't bootlicking as you said. You got to fight for your man. You know, like, fight for this love, like Sheryl Cole once said. Cam, see, when we did the very first Mount Rushmore show, Stevie and Hawk they were over the desk, each other practically in each other's faces, shouting at each other about how their pick should be in and no the other pick. Well, you know, um, class, you've got to determine, got to defend your people. Well, well, I would be like that, however, it's late at night and there's a family above me, so I can't exactly be like shouting and bawling, like so. But, you know, 
I um, man, if this was in person, me and Scott had been fighting by now. Um, I'd have put him through a table at some point. Um, I can't. Fight. I saw you would have. I saw you would. I, I would have. Uh, I can't fight Kwaku. Much respect for that man and or you, oh, Alan. Like sexy. So you know. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. This is after I completely slated his picks and said he was smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm putting that aside because you'll announce me well, good. So you know, I can't. Oh, On the twentieth, it's it's black and white versus wolf pack. That shit's on next time I see you. On like fucking Donkey Kong. Uh, I, if you could, if you could see me, you would definitely be able to tell I'm shaking in my boots. I have seen you. Uh, yes, like a shite. Uh, hope you get your ass kicked on the twentieth. <laughs> okay, you. And on that note, I think it's time to end before we end up having the biggest hassy fight. <laughs> I want to thank my planner again. Callum, thank you very much for your debut on the Mount Rushmore. Thank Better you. Better luck next time. Scott, thank you very much for your pick and thank you for picking Triple H. Well, I don't know, but you'll have had a jolly good time this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and according the way everyone plays us, for some reason, they have the winner. I didn't realise we were having winners, but there we go. Quacku a J with two picks in there and again, Mr. Vinnie Mac being number one. He's a bastard, so he should go up there. Of course, he should. There we go. Well, I've been the Scottish Big Dog. This has been the Mount Rushmore of Heels. Look forward to seeing more Mount Rushmore's in the future. Until then, thanks very much. Everyone, stay safe. I am Jack Graham. I am Scott McLeod. And I'm David Hockney. And you can catch us most in one of the greatest shows in the history of podcasts, Saturday Draft Live. You can tune in every Saturday to find out who on the ESSR has the best chance of winning the current season of our fantasy draft. As always, you can catch Saturday Draft Live on all good podcasting platforms.